Hello, Charles County. My name is Jennifer Harris. I'm the Chief of Media Services for Charles County Government. I'm also the Designated Public Information Officer for the COVID-19 Emergency. Today, we're talking with Monique Owens, who is an ambassador and a state trainer for the basics course at the National Alliance on Mental Illness in Maryland. She's a resident of Charles County, but she conducts workshops throughout the state to help families support those who are struggling with mental illness. Welcome, Monique. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Well, let's get started. I know you want to begin with your own story. So how did you get involved in this field of work that led you to what you're doing today? Um, Well, it's very interesting. Back in 2013, 2013, um, I found myself and my family in a crisis where we were dealing with mental illness, but we weren't sure that that's what we were dealing with at the time. And I was getting help for my children who were struggling through school. And uh, the advocate who was helping us uh, referred me to NAMI. And so I took the course which was the first time I think I actually broke down when I realized I was not alone in the struggle. I thought that we were the only ones going through this. Um, The behavioral uh, challenges we were having for my kids, and the six of them, they're all adults now, but so we've been going through this for a long time. But uh, I got involved with NAMI because it helped me process what I was going through. It helped me to, um, to communicate. It helped me to know where I needed changes. It helped me to parent better, actually. Um, And so when it helped me so much, I decided that I wanted to be able to pass that on to other families. And I found that there were so many other families that was going through the same thing, but they had no resources, nowhere to go, nowhere to turn. Um, And there are just so many families that are just struggling unnecessarily. And uh, so there are a lot of uh, resources in Maryland and in Charles County, particularly, um, that was there to help me. We, I took the course, then I started teaching the course, and then I started doing it nationally. Um, so I really enjoy what I do because it helps change people's lives. It's so interesting. I think mental illness is like an invisible wheelchair. It's something that we can't see and is incredibly self-isolating at times. And it's only yes. through community that we can really feel uh, like we have uh, a way out of the darkness that we're in. And I know that this uh, translates so well to the time that we're in now, although there's a sort of yes. collective anxiety and fear uh, mm-hmm. Not only in you know our own community, but statewide and nationally as well. And yet we're in a state where we're isolated with stay-at-home orders. So, you know, if people are feeling overwhelmed by this sort of day-to-day anxiety that has set in and the uncertainty ahead. Do you have some really good healthy coping strategies you can talk us through? What ways can we help to minimize this, especially for ourselves, but also for our families and our children who uh, are with us and may have a certain amount of fear and uncertainty as well? I do have a few, and I had to try to narrow them down. Some of them are very practical, and some maybe some things that people just never really thought about. Um, One of them is be mindful of your news consumption. Um, a lot of times we get so overwhelmed with you know, bombarding ourselves with so much news. What we can do, first of all, is limit our time with that and, um, you know, find more reliable sources and deal with that with the CDC. They give you more information and, um, you know, practice acceptance and understand the news will not answer all of your questions. Um, learn about preventive and uh, precautionary measures from reliable sources. 
Stay connected with your friends and family. Um, take care of your own body. Take deep breaths, stretch, and meditate. Um, make time to unwind and rewind. I'm sorry, and remind yourself that strong feelings will fade. Because a lot of times, you know, we've talked about those things that uh, we, we, we ruminate those all the time. So we can just pull some of that to the side and, and calm our own selves down. Um, take breaks from watching, reading, and listening to the news stories. Take social media breaks. Um, understand that it is normal to be somewhat concerned by this, but try not to let fear drive your anxiety to an unhealthy level. And that's one of the main things why our anxiety levels are so high is because we, we tend to have a natural anxiety anyway. But when we're in the situation we're in, it's just heightened it some more. So what we can do is just try to take the edge off a little bit and pull away from that. And so you can do other things like, um, one, educate yourself about the virus and how it works. Um, fear comes from the lack of information. Um, what is the other thing? Let's see. Change your perspective of how things are right now if you can. Uh, think of it as like a lifetime out or, you know, when you're in school and the kids in class get in trouble and the teacher takes your recess from you. And then you have to try to find a way to regroup and recope, you know, cope with those things. So we can probably change our perspective of how things are going right now. Um, learn some new skills and new hobbies around this time. Uh, do small projects that you uh, that you put off for you know a little bit of time. Things like you know organizing your closet, the kitchen cabinets, you know those tedious things that we really tried to put off for a long time. So in other words, distract yourself with other things. And, but be effective and productive at the same time. Um, take a walk, you know, get some fresh air. Try to not stay in the house all the time. Uh, just get a fresh air a little bit. Do your work that you're supposed to do. Uh, go out for a little bit, come back in, take care of your family, uh, learn to have better communication with each other. And one of the things I like to do is laugh. We have to learn to laugh through this. They don't mean laugh at the situation, but there's some times that we have to pull back and do things that make us laugh. Like I remember growing up, I used to watch the Carol Burnett show. And that's just one thing. So it pretty much let you know how old I am at this point. But um, I loved watching that. And so things like that would just bring some type of laughter. So find something that will bring joy to yourself. And another thing is journal. If you feel like writing down your feelings, you can do those things. So those are some healthy coping skills that we can do. I love those suggestions. I feel like we should put them into the show notes uh, so that we can refer back to them. One of the ones that I take advantage of every day is just getting outside and taking a walk because movement seems to get the anxiety out of my body physically mm -hmm. so that I'm able to relax yeah. emotionally. And, uh, you know, I definitely have always wanted to journal, and that's something I'm going to try and explore. So thank you for those practical ways that we can just manage ourselves. I, I also have emphasized previously on this podcast checking your facts three times a day from a credible source and turning the rest off because the overwhelm people feel and the lack of control they feel with the overabundance of information out there can make it feel like it's completely unmanageable and so taking those practical steps forward are really great ways that we can manage the stress of this extended public health emergency 
I want to focus for just a moment on those who are feeling really lonely or isolated at home. I know it's especially a struggle with our mental health because we're designed for connection and support from other people and you can't get hugs from friends on FaceTime and you can't get, you know, that feeling of connection without actually seeing people. So what are some ways we can get past that struggle? Well, um, there are some things that we can do and actually a lot of things ask for help. You know, we cannot, uh, like you said, we cannot physically touch people and so forth, but there are ways that we can devise to still be in connection with folks. Uh, let's say we're talking about people in the home and they have to be isolated from even the people in their home. So there are ways, I mean, they have to be fed, they have to be able to go, you know, to use other parts of the house. So devise a way where you can still communicate with each other, even if you wear masks or something of that nature, gloves where you can uh, prepare the food, give the food, have a communication through the door or something where they can still feel that they're connected to each other, but not literally in the room or touch. Um, and I found that on, on uh, YouTube or something like that. So that was just a suggestion I thought was interesting. Um, another thing is relax your body often by doing things that work uh, for you to take like deep breaths, stretch, meditate or pray. Um, engage in activities that bring you joy in the time where you're isolated. Um, talk about your experiences and feelings to loved ones and friends. So you can even have phone conversations or do live uh, FaceTimes, things of that nature that can still keep you connected. Um, maintain a sense of hope and positive thinking. I know that it's difficult during that time to do so. Um, read a, a positive quote or something that will give you joy, you know, write the things down that you're grateful for and that will give you a good, you know, what's going well in your life. So those are some of the things I think that a person who is actually isolated can possibly do that will help them through this process. It's really tough for us extroverts when we get uh, deprived Uh, of people. I know I feel more drained at the end of every day working in isolation. So I have to find other ways to connect with family and friends. And I also try to just be kind when I do have to go out to the grocery store Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on the chaos. I try to bring calm into my spirit and to say a kind word to the familiar grocery store clerk, say thank you to those who Mm -hmm. are continuing to serve despite everything that's going on. And that brings joy to my own self when um, it seems like it might be futile at times uh, that we're ever going to get past this. I try to just Mm -hmm. take it one day at a time. So those are some really great suggestions, Monique, that I appreciate you taking the time to share with us. I want to close out by just asking if there's any online resources or support that you would recommend people visit, some credible sources where they can get some of these practical suggestions you've shared with us today. Yes, I do have a few, and specifically if you or your loved one um, experiences symptoms of extreme stress, such as trouble sleeping or problems with eating too much or too little, feeling the need to harm yourself or someone else, inability to carry out daily routine activities and using drugs or alcohol to cope, speak to a health provider uh, or call one one on one of the hotlines that I will provide. 
So we have NAMI.org, which is the organization that I'm with, which is National Alliance of Mental Illness. And uh, so, again, that's NAMI.org. You can also go to NAMI Maryland Facebook page. And then there's NAMI Southern Maryland, which is the affiliate that I'm with. Um, We have a Facebook page there as, uh, as well. So we have, NAMI has a hotline, and that number is 1-800-950-6264. And if they are in crisis, they can text NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741-741. There are other websites that they can go to, which is SAMHSA, which stands for Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Their national helpline is 1-800-662-HELP. They can also go to CAP, which is the Center for Abused Persons in Waldorf. Um, Their phone number is 301-645-3336. NAMI Southern Maryland's phone number is 301-392-7109. And NAMI Maryland is 410-884-8691. So those are just a few. There's a plethora of of, of, of companies and that they can uh, get resources from and help from. Monique Owens, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the abundance of information you've just shared with us. For those who didn't get an opportunity to write all of that down, we will put this into the show notes on YouTube and in our podcast, Charles County Government Unscripted. Again, the most important resource, www.nami.org. Their national helpline is 1-800-950-6264. Thank you once again, Monique, for joining our show, and thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're quite welcome, and thank you so much for the work that you do, and I really appreciate you. Good luck, and stay safe out there, Monique. Thank you. You do the same, dear. All right. Bye-bye. That's it for today. Uh, Take care of you, and take care of your mental health. 